All right, welcome into uh, the Burn After Listening, week two, episode two. We've uh, had some technical difficulties here. I think it's our fourth go uh, trying to get this recorded, but how's everyone feeling? Feeling good, recovering from the weekend. Got a little wine drunk, had a couple of nice dinners this weekend, so we're ready to go. Nice. What, why Why were you having nice dinners? Are you celebrating anything or just to have? Uh, my, my girlfriend's parents were in town, so they just brought us to a bunch of nice restaurants and we walked them around the city. For like 10 miles in okay nice that's sick dude yeah whenever whenever i'm with a chicken or parents are paying dude i just order the most expensive thing even if i know i'm gonna hate it oh it was a good weekend yeah i think that's kind of a power move to just order the most expensive thing and just be like oh i had a big lunch and then just <laughs> throw it out or don't even ask for a doggy bag just throw it out just a tomahawk yeah just be like oh they're like do you want it to go box i'm just like no nah, i'm good <laughs> i usually just order like something i hate and then just be like i don't like this <laughs> and then yeah you just you just body it you're just like i yeah. don't like this yeah but I, it's usually the most expensive thing too yeah that's the way to that's the way to go dude i mean I even, it's kind even, of a power move because it's like dude i'm not gonna eat this this is it's a massive power move or i'll like go out with a better restaurant too. Yeah, I'll go yeah. out with my buddies too and like forget my wallet, but still get the most expensive thing. Be like, oh yeah, I'll Venmo you. Yeah, you got me right, dude. The Venmos, the Venmos never come. Anybody that no. has ever said I'll Venmo you, there is at least a sixty-five percent chance they've never Venmoed you in their entire life. Oh, never, dude. Just request me, bro. Just request me. Just yeah, request not- me, yo. Like you type in what you you type in all of my shit exactly, and just pray it's not going to some random stranger. Then you'll send it. Dude, and I'll give you money that. that I owe you. Dude, yeah, that, that's pretty funny. Well, what'd you say, uh, Pierre? We need like some type of service where you hire somebody and they like go and get the Venmo, like people to Venmo you. Like they go out and like they show up at your door, maybe like break your knees or something. They're just like, dude, pay them the six dollars. <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah but see then you're like not only are you like you're out money for whatever you originally paid for but then you got to pay this like hitman too yeah yeah but like it's included in the late venmo like that's the late fee it goes to him so you're gonna have to pay a little bit more if you don't venmo and you're gonna get a visit so um we should actually start that yeah pierre what if we started like a a a venmo loan sharking service yeah that's what i'm saying yeah exactly kind of like the mob or like anything like that and just have like sylvester stallone like show up be like i don't want to hurt you but i'm going to you know like what now (laughs) what version of sylvester stallone because we could be talking like rocky we could be talking cobra i think he should talk like he doesn't rocky but he's rambo fair is that him rambo right yeah i'm pretty sure it's him yeah, that's he's that's Rambo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that'd probably be the scariest version of him. I feel like. Yeah. He still got blood on him. What so, a great yeah. movie! That's coming soon. Actually, that's something in the works. Yeah, we'll have uh, we'll have more on that release. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to just introduce everyone as well. So we've got uh, Wit here, we got Pierre, and then we've got Smokey, who's going to be joining us. Um, Smokey is definitely going to help out with producing and then kind of having some more structure to the podcast, some better flow to it. Um, 
really great uh, podcast that he did with Wit and I like in the fall. So go give that a listen. But yeah, well, thank you for uh, joining us. We're happy to have you. I'm happy to be here. Um, you know, I uh, we're all going to get into how the uh, the Burnerverse started. Um, I'm just going to – I'll lead us off real quick. But uh, essentially, I was home for a semester from school, and I always loved Twitter. I was – like I catch chirps. I, I started mini wars at my high school because I used to make fun of these kids that there was a gas station right near our high school and there was a booth in the gas station and all the kids would just chief dab pens and vapes in it. So I used to tweet and make fun of kids that work there. Uh, so I was starting pretty much mini wars on Twitter uh, in my high school, but I always loved it. I always thought it was the best, most funny form of social media. Uh, and then my buddy was like, dude, like you gotta have this burner, you gotta join this burner community. And it was hilarious. And I have loved it ever since and then you could start doing spaces. Like I had never been in a space before. And when it's just like, it was hysterical. The first time I was, I was crying, laughing. Dude, dude there's some characters, you know, there's, some yeah. Characters. Dude, I remember that. You went on like a tear of doing like a space or two every single day. Like I was always getting DMs like join my space. I'm like, dude, this is a lot in a good way. Dude, I was I was home from college and I was just like, bro, like like if I if I if the only people I'm in contact with are my boss talking about uh how there are lizard people among us and my parents asking me about my life aspirations, then I'm gonna blow my brains all over my laptop. Like I need <laughs> I need somebody to ask me like, I need somebody, I need to hear somebody try and riz up a chick over the internet from a thousand miles away. <laughs> that's, that's, I need that in my life. Yeah, dude, it was, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely been a, a crazy like buildup. Um, I can kind of go into that now. So it all started. Hey, you're, I, you're uh, the prime, you're the prime Zinister. The prime Zinister. I'm pretty sure you gave me that nickname too. Um, but yeah, I, uh. I kind of started this account two years ago. Um, I was just trying to kind of get either noticed by wet jeans or potentially get hired there. And I had a lot of like stuff I thought was funny that I wanted to say um, that I like, I just didn't want to get in trouble personally or like the wrong person gets offended. You know how it is nowadays. Um, so I created this account, kind of started tweeting at people. And then I found the first burners I found were like Mike Richards, Sergey Kostitsin, Yes Barry, Coke Netsoff, Bugsy, like all those guys. And uh, it just kind of started where I was started tweeting at them. Like I ended up getting pretty close with a few of the guys um, like outside of Twitter. And it just kind of kept building and growing and growing and growing to the point where it is now where there's like, I don't know exactly how many burners there are, but it could be like, like there has to be at least potentially a thousand. Cause I think I'm at like 9k followers, like at least a ninth of those have to be burners. So it's crazy to see, like I'm getting DMS from new burners every single day, like asking to join group chats and shit, but it's, it's been awesome to see it grow. Yeah, the growth has definitely been exponential. I mean, I made my account like a year and a half ago, maybe a little more than that, like a little after you, Burner. Um, but basically, I started just like following the heat daddy, champagne, anyone. Those guys were hilarious. And I, I didn't really want to just like tweet out of my regular account. I feel like everyone I followed was just like randoms from high school. Mm -hmm. um, so I made the account, started kind of tweeting like that. And I, I like the interaction. Everyone's pretty good. A lot of like hockey culture, like I grew up playing hockey. So um, a lot of those kids I noticed were, were in that community and um, it, it's just been funny. So it's good to hear everybody. Yeah, yeah I feel like most people are the same way, Wit, where 
like the interaction kind of uh, my biggest gripe was the inner i had no interaction like i would occasionally tweet a heater uh but usually it was a quote tweet of my high school football team and either making fun of them or supporting them uh but um it was just i was so fed up with the lack of interaction and then to come to a place where like people were all tweeting and inter tweeting at each other quote tweeting retweeting when something was funny like it was just refreshing to have a space where people genuinely like felt they could be funny because i always loved i know you guys do too just crafting these intricate one-liners and these stories and the puns like that's the best part of tweeting is that you can you have the free range to be as funny and creative as you want and uh i mean Bernard, you are the king of the one-liner, like Rodney Dangerfield over here. Dude, I don't know if I, I don't know if I'd go that far. I think, I think there's a lot of people that are like a lot funnier than me, and they have like better tweets and better content. But I just like put in a lot of work, whether it's like posting like my tweets on TikTok every day or like whatever it is to try and get like a lot of a bigger following. So I think there's a difference between like because there's definitely people that are funnier than me for sure. I think it's uh. It's just I'm just a little more consistent with like posting on TikTok and doing extra stuff like that, dude. And a great spokesperson for us yeah, all. Too. The, the, our prime minister, our prime minister. It's important. Um, Pierre, how about yourself, man? How's your journey on Twitter shaped into the beautiful, beautiful thing we've seen it today? Well, I made a burner like probably three or four years ago, just because. I would say all this stupid shit because my mind is just kind of crazy. And I would say it to like all my buddies and just like random shit that comes out of my head and mouth. Um, but then I made an account just like to tweet all that shit because I just thought it was funny. So then like all my friends and I just kept it private or whatever. And then like when I saw like there was a community, I kind of like, made it unprivate and burner kind of reached out to me and you know it was like hey like make this you know unprivate like people want to see this and he wanted to retweet some of them so i did that and then i ended up deleting it not too long ago because i just got busy and all that and it was kind of wasting my time i was trying to get through school but i'm starting to get back into it now and do this so i think it's really funny and just like i love just saying stupid shit so it's kind of the perfect place there's no policing or anything there it's kind of a safe space exactly that's what i like about the most too where it's like we can kind of say whatever we want like just a great looking group of dudes making each other laugh that's what i say it is every time someone asks yeah what it is and it's nice like you know no and everybody is respectful and cordial you know we still say and say funny stuff and say outlandish things but everybody's very respectful and cordial of each other and uh i for the most part at least i would say so i don't think we've really run into any issues with people being out of pocket have we uh the only one would have been like crazy maniac from like in the fall too that dude would just he worked in a blue collar job, what he told me. So he had like weird off days. So his like weekend would be Tuesday and Wednesday. And he would just be like up plastered, blowing up the chat about like fucking his aunt. And like <laughs> it kind of it, it got a little much for someone. And uh, 
it, it was all good. Like it would have been like you just kind of blew up the chat a little too much. So, but he recently made his burner again, and we started bringing him, uh, bringing him back in. But other than that, no, I don't think anything's too crazy. A lot of the stuff's kind of like transitioning over into the real world too. I've seen a lot of burner meetups where like kids will actually meet each other out of the park. A, like a lot of them. A lot of them. Have you have you tapped any of the the the, the Boston ones with? Um. I've met a few of them. I know Burner actually met a bunch of them when he was out over here. Yeah, I, yeah, make it I out, didn't need to ask you about that. There was yeah. a huge group of them. Yeah, dude, it, it was good. It was all the it was all the Boston boys. It was fucking. It was hilarious. Just like the second I got there to the second I left, it was like we had been friends for how long? They were extremely nice. Uh, took me to Coogan's where there's like one dollar Bud Lights on a Saturday, which I was like, that's crazy. I thought it'd be much more expensive. And then we went to some cigar bar after that. And then um, this like Chinese karaoke place. But dude, it was great. I can't wait to go back out there and see those guys again. Yeah, I'll be happy to have you. Yeah, and I'm definitely tapping into uh, to, um, to the Boston meetup next time for certain. I couldn't make it, you. unfortunately. Yeah, good. Gonna need you there um awesome well there's a couple other things i wanted to kind of cover uh that happened in the burner verse this week uh bobby bombs the lunch king is taking a little hiatus did you guys see that i'm actually quite devastated about it i look forward to those every single day um bobby you will be missed yeah he's uh he was getting married so he wanted some time to focus on his uh his wife and just kind of give her a little more attention which i think is fair he was extremely horny for having a fiance as well so hopefully that'll uh that'll make him a little less horny but yeah dude i've seen a couple people uh post in like lunches like an honor bobby so i wonder how long that'll keep up for when he'll come back you know i feel like most people they like say they're gonna take a hiatus and then like they're back like a month later just being like oh you know i miss the fellas I don't think he will be back. I mean, he's going to be having his own meals cooked for him now. So <laughs> welcome to marriage, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. He might not even need to make the lunches anymore. I'll just have them all made for him. I don't know about you guys, but if I was eating the food that he's eating every day for lunch, I would be lifting off my chair in my office from <laughs> the amount of fucking farts I've been driving into the chair. The chair. Yeah, I, I just can't eat like that. He's, he's eating like – uh, like full burritos with brownies on the side too, a bag of Cheetos. I, I just can't hang like that anymore. So props to him. Dude, yeah, an absolute specimen. And I wonder how much of it too he was like, he was like, okay, well, like I need to get this stuff for lunch because like who wants to like see me eat a salad, you know? Dude, who like, are people actually out there like eating salads and shit? I don't think of yes. rabbits. Yeah, dude. I, I see a bunch of people eat salad, and I think it's kind of ridiculous. Are you, like, looking for them eating salad? Like, are you very aware of that? No, like, like, coworkers and stuff like that. Oh, like, okay. we'll, we'll order lunch, and I get, like, the messiest cheeseburger alive. And they're like, yeah, I'm just getting, like, a chicken salad. And I'm like, dude, they're paying for this. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> How often are you watching your coworkers eat lunch? Well, I mean, I eat with them pretty much every day. So, oh, okay. Uh, we cater lunch about once or twice a week. So, do you actually? That's good. Yeah. So I just, I just eat like what I wouldn't afford there. So yeah, right. So wait, it's getting catered, and a lot of those people are still eating salads. 
yeah, they choose to order salads. They're like, oh, we're ordering from like a steakhouse, and they're like, oh, like they'll get salads, and then me and this other guy, like me and him, just hound burgers, but um, so we know who the men in the office are, but. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I can't believe it. Maybe that's a different stage of my life though. Like, I don't know. They have kids. They're eating salads. I don't know. Yeah, if, I he guess, uh, back, if he comes back and he's only eating healthy meals from now on, it's just not going to be the same. So I hope he's back in full force if he does decide to come back. Yeah, they would, I would definitely agree. It's the, it's, why is it always such a bad sign for the boys when one of your boys is like, it's like, fuck, like, he's eating healthy, like, he must have, like, a girlfriend or some shit. It's always a disaster for the boys when the dudes start improving themselves, and I don't know why. It's a, it's a slippery slope. I mean, you, you start eating healthy, you start trying to, you start caring about yourself, you might stop drinking, you might stop going out, so. Yeah, exactly. Those are, those are tough waters to get into. You don't want to see Yeah, that. if you're not eating pizza at 2 a.m. anymore, yeah. you're probably not having fun. <laughs> The bettering yourself pipeline is for sure a slippery slope because yeah. Next thing you know, they get a dog. Like, they get a dog with a girlfriend, or they're like, they're just talking about like Leviticus and the Bible and how Jesus <laughs> saves. Like, and I'm a I'm a Jesus guy. I'm a I I'd like to be saved. Like, if if but <laughs> the only person who saved me in my life would be Little Skies. But uh, up until. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all, all I'm going to say is that I think little skies could have wrote the Bible to sleep, sleep, but no shot. Jesus could have ever come up with lust, bro. Like no shot. Yeah, that's a fair, that's a very fair point. I mean, when was the last time Jesus dropped a track? Like <laughs> it's been real quiet from him. Yeah. How, in, I think it'd get more people in church. In, he, in what you know, universe? In what universe game. does Jesus <laughs> come up with uh, red roses, bro? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's been. I mean, he just he kind of fell off. Honestly, like you don't ever really hear about him doing anything lately. The Jesus remix is a, a crown of red roses. <laughs> the, his disciples. That was not like a twelve-person band, right? They yeah. wrote all the church songs. For real, that was yeah, they did. They went on a couple of tours too, but like I think a lot of them were like getting into drugs, like backstage before the shows, and it was just like a bad dynamic. I mean, when you have twelve people like that, though, like you kind of have a lot of wild cards. You can't like expect everyone to kind of follow what you know you need them to do. Yeah, and like I feel like low key the band started not vibing and breaking up, and a lot of contract disputes between you know the Baptists and the the Christians and the Protestants. Oh yeah, I all, forgot about those. Yeah, they all they all went their separate ways to have solo careers and to uh you know they all have their loyal fans, but um you know I, I it's all a bunch of remixes. <laughs> Play the classics. Yeah, yeah, I think, and I mean, of all 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 twelve disciples, I mean, didn't Judas go on to be the the most famous one after all that? <laughs> Too soon, bro. Yeah. Oh my bad. I didn't know. I didn't know if if people were if we're touching on that yet. We we cannot. Uh, bad boy of the disciples, Judas. He's the one that found in a Miami hotel room, right? Overdose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was him. I remember seeing that like a year ago or something like that. I think Judas also killed Pop Smoke. I I heard that somewhere. I heard that. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Um, 
All right. Well, we can uh, we can move on from there. Um, did you guys see that Denaldi had a little voice tweet today? Is like threatening to unfollow everyone. I'll have, oh, to, I'll have to send him a direct message just to make sure my spot's safe on his roster. For real, I'm I'm shaking in my boots right now, bro. He just uh, he just he's he's always threatening to like deactivate and quit Twitter. Like he's not he's not doing. It. I was I was looking at his account all day. He unfollowed one person. He said he's gonna go down from like 700 to 100. <laughs> Dude, like, I'll never understand. Is this community so addicting that it takes over your entire life? I'll never like, like, in part of me, yes, but it's Twitter, dog. Like, we're all just trying to escape the nine to five rat race somehow or another. Exactly. Better than drugs and alcohol. And but like, is, are you really gonna like? How is this? I, I've the burner community has been nothing but positive in my life. It has been a bunch of big bros just talking me through it as a young man and big sisters too. shout out, shout out our female burners. You guys are the goats actually. Yeah, they are. I mean, I kind of wish some of them had bigger cans, but other than that, they've been great. <laughs> <laughs> what have I, I've been meaning to do a like women's, is it still women's history month? Is that March? Right? Yeah. Okay, cool. I, I, we need to do a like uh, a top five like female burner list for Women's History Month before it's over. Um, Bretsky has been doing uh, Bretsky. Shout out Bretsky's been doing a lot of pro female content on his page uh, for Women's History Month. He he did a Wall of Fame. There's there's a lot of people coming for the crown. Uh, burner like trying to do hall of fames and walk of fame stars of fame instead of you know the burner of the week is as official as it gets you have a committee and everything so heavy heavy lies the crown well i mean technically so it's not like even my list it's like the burners list i just kind of tweet it um and you know think like rafi like i know he's still banned it's hard for him to get back right now so like he can't really tweet out the list anymore but yeah, there's actually a good stretch down in, I think it was like September or October where there were just so many lists coming out all the time. And it was just like, it was a little much, but it's kind of like eased back a little bit. People are making them like different. The thing with Brett's list is the first week he did it, he like just ripped off a burner of the week and he goes, oh yeah, it's the only way people would have like looked at it or seen it, which like is fair. Like if you're going for clicks and engagement and stuff like that, but um yeah, I think when people kind of put their own spin on it, it it's not that big of a deal versus when someone's just like directly trying to make it like their own, you know, when they're like, I don't even know what I'm saying. But yeah, I think Burn of the Week is still is still a top dog right now. That and the uh, the greatest athletes of all time list. That oh, yeah. I, uh, I just kind of stole that from Heat Daddy, but it's not like he that was really original anyway, you know? Yeah, those are good. Unfortunately, they're not up for discussion. So. Yeah, they're not up for discussion. But yeah, I was trying to I was trying to um, make one this week, and I think it went well. I've got a couple more ideas for that, so stay tuned for those. Hell yeah! What else you got? You've been cooking up, all of you guys actually. What else you boys been uh been chefing in the lab, trying to make some make some people laugh, make some content. What? Uh, I'm going to start tweeting out my drafts. I think I, I, I have a billion of them saved. Um, I always just kind of back out at the last second for a lot of them, but I'll start kind of letting it fly on the timeline. 
Yeah, I, I feel like I don't see you tweeting. I I believe I have no, your notifications on. I don't see you tweeting that much, bro. It's kind of a bummer because you, you tweet bangers. I know. I got to get back in the swing of things. I'm like buying a house and everything, new job. So it's been a lot, but always checking the timeline, always trying to stay engaged with everybody. Dude, what's buying a house like? It's fucking it's a bunch of bullshit. That's what it is. You just talk <laughs> to the bank all the time and you got to do a bunch of like renovation stuff to it, but it's been good. Keeps you busy. That is good. Busy is good because I feel like busy, when you're not busy, you're getting into trouble. At least that was has been my life up until this point. But yeah, I was at a party this weekend with a bunch of family friends and one of my my cousin who's 23, her best friend from growing up is getting married. At, she's 23 and the dude's like 25 and they'd seen each other for two or three years. And I was just asking, like, like, are you a, a, at a guy at 25? Are you willing to just give up chasing bimbos? Because my cousin's getting married at 30. And I said, like, cousin Ryan, like, how long can I chase broads for? He said, until you're about 29 or 30. And I said, all right, fair enough. Dude, yeah, that's a fair point. I, I've never understood the people that get married super like young. Like it feels like you still have more to go out there and do. And yeah, like who wants to be like 24, like going to bed with your wife at 10 p.m. when you could be out until like 3 a.m. with your buddies like kicking raccoons, you know? Oh, yeah. And like some guys aren't into that stuff, um, which is fine. You know, you do you. But like I, at least I want to party like fucking Michael Irving until probably 24 or 25 or 26, like party like Lamar Brodom until then. And then we'll, we'll, we'll reassess where we're at, probably reel it in a little bit and start actually being a productive member of society. Um, actually, which brings me to a question for the podcast. So uh, I was at another party and I was talking to this absolute missile and it was bumming me. It was it was tough because she said she had a boyfriend, but I listened anyway because I am courteous. Um, and she was talking about how she was mad at her boyfriend, so that's why I stuck around. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah, there's a you're saying there's a chance. Like doors yeah, yeah. open, <laughs> doors open. Like I'm I'm prime. I'm in prime striking position right now to slide in, and um, in my head at least, in reality, it's probably like uh, like. This kid's just a nice kid. Yeah, right. True. But, um, and she was saying she was mad at her boyfriend because he went to, he's, her boyfriend was older and her boyfriend went to a strip club for her, for his friend's bachelor party and paid for a lap dance. Now, this brings into the question Number one, the morality of lap dances. I want to get your guys' opinions on that. And number two, uh, should you snitch on yourself if you find yourself in such a position? Uh, Wit. Actually, Pierre, what do you think about this, bro? Uh, I don't think lap dances are bad at all. I mean, I like the strip club a lot. I lived in uh, South Florida for two summers, so I've had my fair share of that. Got my wallet stolen by one of them. Um, really yeah i i went in for a dance and they're all exotic down there so they all she was like 
you want to fuck? And then I was like, no, I just want to dance. Um, and then she's like, what, you don't want to fuck? And then she grabbed my phone and, like, put it on my face so it opened and, like, went to my Venmo and tried Venmoing herself $300. <laughs> and then I grabbed it back from her and then – but I already put all this stuff out of my pocket at that point. That's how she got my phone because, like, you know, you – you want to feel it all right um <laughs> like you don't need your wallet in there so anyways like i was like no i just want to dance and then she got really mad and then told me to leave and then i walked out or she like kind of shoved me to like to get out and then i walked out and i was like oh shit my wallet and i like went back in there and like asked and then she like yelled at me and then some guy twice the size of me in like an all black suit just grabbed me from behind and threw me out of there and i was like all right that was fucking stupid like i mean i guess people do fuck strippers there but like i didn't know it was a non-negotiable type of thing <laughs> <laughs> um but anyways she, she going off of that like she, she was really twisting your arm there bro <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think I would do that. That's kind of dirty, and I'm not like 60 years old, and um, because those are the type of people that hang around in there. But I don't think there's anything wrong with going to a strip club, yeah. like for your buddy's bachelor yeah. party. Like that's what you do. Okay, so um, is it? Like if you pay for a dance, and but you have a girlfriend back home, you told her, "Hey, I'm going to uh, a bachelor party." Like, I don't. I'm not socially. I have a pretty good grasp on social awareness. I'm not socially aware enough to know the etiquette, the strip club etiquette, essentially of like, "Hey, like, I might go to the strip club, babe. I might get a lap dance. Like, I hope that's chill. Like, I hope I don't have to sleep on the couch. Like, please be chill." Um, I mean, in the past, I'd probably just not say anything, but like, I feel like now I would be like, yeah, we're doing that. But like, if they had a problem with it, I don't know what I'd do. I'd just be like, yeah, you make them sleep on the couch if they have a problem with it. Yeah. I'd just be like, like, what the fuck? Are you kidding? Like, I don't know. Um, I, I don't see the problem with it. And I feel like most people like if you have a girlfriend that are cool like they should understand that yeah but like with i feel like nowadays everything's different how about yourself with um, what are you thinking uh i it depends on your girl obviously but uh i, I think a good loophole is just saying your buddy paid for it for you i mean that's like you know, <laughs> you're not spending any money you're 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 a victim at that point honestly yeah you are <laughs> the you're a victim of capitalism you're a victim of the free market yeah. Yeah, you're supporting small businesses. Yeah, like he paid for mine, I paid for his. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think the support. That's what I told her. I said, "Wouldn't he be supporting small businesses?" Or I didn't say that to her. I should have. But like, you know, these are young women who are just hustling, or guys. Hey, you can yeah. you know, whatever floats your boat. But these are people that are just hustling that are putting their bodies on the line to entertain to clients and that's i would say that's some of the most admirable work you can do really yeah definitely and that i mean that chick probably just like hates supporting other women too so she's probably just a self-hating chick if she was uh not happy with her man going to a strip club 
for real, for real. And with that, with those words of wisdom, um, Burner, thanks for having us all on, man. This has been great. Yeah, of course. We'll uh, we'll be back next week for you guys. But have a good week. Love you. Thanks for listening.